You're listening to Black Market Church, and this is Take 5, a five-minute segment on the Christian Anarchist Perspective, Episode 2, titled Enemy of the State by Stephen Cristoforo. Black Market Church is a Christian anarchist perspective on scripture regarding the relationship between the church, the state, and the individual. A black market is defined as an underground economy of non-compliance within an institutionalized set of laws, and that is exactly what the church was designed to be. To be in the world but not of it is to establish a counterculture community amidst mass opposition, and we aim to accomplish this counterculture according to the counter-economic blueprint laid out in the scriptures themselves. The term counter-economics is described as the study or practice of all peaceful human interaction which is forbidden by the state. So follow us as we follow Jesus and seek to establish this counter-economic culture as the early church once did, to do good even when the legislation of empirical powers opposed it. Right now we're going through the book of Matthew. In our last segment, we took a look at chapter 1 regarding the miraculous conception of Christ and his divine interception of authority through the lineage of David. This episode, we're moving forward into chapter 2, where we begin to see Jesus depicted as an enemy of the state, starting in verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. From the very moment of Christ's birth, he became a threat to the state powers and the authorities that held them. And according to 1 Corinthians 15:24, he will maintain this threat until the end of time, when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. In order to gain a better understanding of the conflict of Herod, we need to better understand the position of Herod. Herod was the present king of Judea, a client state under Roman rule. Without making this a a lesson in history, the Jewish people were less than hospitable to the demands of the Roman superpowers, and a number of Jewish-Roman wars were launched against the empire in failed attempts to reclaim their independence. In an effort of diplomacy, the Roman Senate elevated a Jew to the position of representative over them in order to appeal to the Jewish people and create a more compliant Judea. His name was Herod, and his title by authority of the Senate was King of the Jews. But now there was a word of another king of the Jews, and such a claim would be considered treason, not only against Herod, but against the power and authority of Rome that backed him. And in Roman culture, as in many cultures still today, treason is a crime punishable by death, which actually brings attention to another scripture and one of my personal favorites that you will hear me reference time and again, Acts 17.7. They are all guilty of treason against Caesar, for they profess allegiance to another king named Jesus. Jesus' very existence was in opposition to the authority of men, and under the legislation of Herod, his life would even be decreed illegal. In secret, Herod proceeds to call for a few individuals the scripture identifies as wise men, and instructs them to locate the child on his behalf. But upon divine inspiration, the wise men abandon the orders of the king in an act of godly defiance. And I believe it's an important detail that God's word places emphasis on the wisdom of those who rebel against the authority of men in obedience to the authority of God. The wise men go on to warn Mary and Joseph of Herod's intent to kill the Christ. They heed this warning, flee from the law as refugees in another country, and our outlaw is born. Meanwhile, 
those who chose to obey the authority of men would go on to commit one of the greatest atrocities documented in the scripture known as the Massacre of the Innocents, at the king's command to put to death every male child under the age of two in Bethlehem and all its districts. This is the result of the blind obedience of men, and specifically those who are charged with the task of enforcing the law simply following orders. The spirit of the state is one of power, and he who holds it will not so easily relinquish it. It is the same spirit which consumed Herod with the desire to kill Jesus, for as long as the Christ would live, its power would be threatened. So from Jesus' earliest moments, we see that the spirit of the state is itself anti-Christ. And contrary to popular belief, the state is not granted divine license to sin, as we will see in our next episode as we discuss in further detail Matthew chapter 3. I hope you enjoyed this segment of Take 5. Feel free to check out our website at blackmarketchurch.wordpress.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blackmarketchurch, and connect with the Christian Anarchist community by joining the Black Market Church Facebook group. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Take 5 by Black Market Church.